welcome to another episode of In the Moment, a podcast put together by Helping His Hands to share with you, the listener, not just what we've got going on, but to give you a little insight into some folks that we that we know that are doing ministry and different things. And so today, here we are again. Now, because we don't know for sure what day this might be launched uh, or shared, uh, we can tell you this, we are in the beautiful heart of the Smoky Mountains. And because we are in the heart of the Smoky Mountains, we thought, hey, let's have a conversation with a good friend, of not only a good friend of helping his hands, but a good friend, I would, I would say, a good friend of mine. And his name's Darren, and I'm going to not say much at all, except I'm going to let Darren introduce himself. So, Darren, good afternoon. Hey, man. <laughs> it's exciting. I'm glad to be with you. Well, we're glad to be here with you. So, if you would, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do, and, and we'll just kind of go from there. Well, I get the great honor and privilege of pastoring the Church of the Cove here in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, and uh, pastoring is... Um, you know what it is. It takes on a lot of uh, a lot of avenues, and yeah. so uh, just Church of the Cove is basically a really laid back church that uh, is about the gospel, bringing it to the globe. Exactly. And so, uh, yes. Keep it keep it simple. There you go. I love it. I love it. And for those of you who are listening, uh, some of you who are listening probably know um, the story of how we got connected uh, with the Church of the Cove down here. So I'll try my best. To give you a little cliff note, the cliff note version of this, but back when uh, the wildfires happened in the Smoky Mountains, uh, we responded, and uh, through a chain of events, um, we were working through one church, and some things uh, we realized really quick that we needed to be here a lot longer, and and because of that, um, their accommodations wasn't going to be available for us on a long long term. Uh, run and uh, again, I love how the good Lord sets things up. And uh, we met one of the um, uh, the families from the Cove and talked to them a little bit. And one thing led to another. Next thing you know, Darren and I are meeting and talking. And oh my goodness, oh, here yeah. we are. And I will tell tell you this: if you are visiting, here's a commercial. Here we go. Throw a commercial in. And Isaac's with us also. He's he is running the the whole thing. Getting, making sure we we do okay. He's we got him scared a little bit, but but listen for those of you who are listening. If you uh, if you end up in the Smoky Mountains for vacation, uh, you need to check out the Church of the Cove. They're on Wares Valley Road. They are one mile from Townsend, Tennessee, and they're down kind of in what I would consider a little valley. And uh, I'll tell you right now, they have got it going on. Um, and I was talking to our group this last week uh, that we had down here working. And I, and I made the comment, I said, I have never met a church, and I'm not saying this to butter your bread now, Darren, but right. I've never met a church that loves to sing and sing loud. Because normally you go to churches and they got if they got a full praise band, you hear all that and you can maybe hear yeah. a little singing, but gum, they yeah. kind of drown the instruments. It's wonderful. Yeah, and so they, I'll tell you what. And, they do love and, to worship. Uh, it is good stuff. So you you will have a great time. Uh, right now, right now uh, in the summertime, and the reason I'm saying it this way because I don't know how the fall is going to go, but but they have an amphitheater and they do a nine o'clock service at the amphitheater, and then they do a ten thirty, and that's inside. And so, uh, bring the kids, bring the bring the parents, bring the grandparents, bring the in laws and the outlaws, and <laughs> you won't be you won't be disappointed. It's just a good bunch of people. And one of the cool things 
also is uh, we consider the Church of the Cove uh, one of our plants uh, for disaster. We've had multiple people from their church go with us, several different disasters, and we've been able to love on people for Jesus, and it's been real good, been real yeah, good. So, um, so we we, pre- we appreciate the relationship there, Darren, with you and the church and the folks, and we love it too. Well, it's just it, it amazes me, and it shouldn't. It's one of those things it shouldn't, but it does. It just amazes me how God sets things up. And, you know, we always talk about it's, the, it's all kingdom, and that's what it is. And it I is. love how he connects those dots and things like that. And, and, and because of those connecting dots, here we are. Here we are. And so, um, so tell us this, as we're, as we're doing a little chit-chatting here to, together, and, and, yeah, and uh, hopefully, time, hopefully time won't become our enemy. Besides the Bible, is there any, any, any books you're reading, anything that you're reading right now that maybe the listeners might want to grab a copy and, and read for themselves, anything? It's funny you ask because my wife, Rhonda, she's uh, always telling me to get the books out of the way because they're, <laughs> they're uh, in several places. They're beside my chair. They're in my office. Uh, they're in important places like the bathroom <laughs> yes, and other places. You. But uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm always reading because you know you gotta you gotta fuel up. Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily, number one, of course, is my Bible. Yeah. I, I I take take that. Uh, that's the most important thing. Get a chance to try to read and read through it each mm-hmm. each year. But uh, I, I'm reading four books right now that right. I I uh, enjoy <laughs> reading. And, and, and learning a lot. And the number one one is, a, it was actually copyrighted in 1950. Oswald right. Chambers, you've oh, heard of him, but yeah. he's got one called Conformed in, in His Image. Mm. My goodness, the, the, the depthness of this, of this uh, book, and it, it primarily focuses on holiness mm. and, and, and humility. And it's, it's probably, it's, it's, it's in my top 10 now. Well, cool. My very time. very big book. I mean, is it one of these that no. a person could sit down and read if they read a little bit each day, maybe have it finished in a couple of weeks, or is it one of those that it'll probably take? Ah, oh, it'd probably mm-hmm. take you a week to read week. it. It's really small. Okay. Uh, a, another one I'm reading is um, "The Way of the Warrior" by Erwin McManus. Oh, it's um, oh, it's, it's, I got to meet him. I got to shake his hand and thank him personally. Well, he's oh. in he's in my top. 10 because of writing Barbarian yes, Way. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I have taken many, many group of young men through that book as, yeah. as, as a small group kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be here for hours if we don't oh, watch it. Oh, no, no, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm almost <laughs> finished with that one, and I'm kind of pumped to go. Yes. go. Uh, I feel like a warrior now, yeah. you know, after reading that. Uh, the other one I, I've just started, it's, uh, it's Imagine Heaven by John Burke, and mm. it's um, – it's basically people that you know have died and and and, and came and came back to life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and they give their uh, their story yeah. and it's it's very interesting some people are it's kind of flaky uh, some people think that stuff yeah. that thought is yeah. flaky but this book is very solid a lot of interviews mm. it's just it's real good and then um, uh, Wormbrand is is uh, was a, a missionary and i'm reading the book it's called Wormbrand. It's, it's from okay. torture tortured for christ um it's put out by the voice of martyrs oh yes that's and, a good organization and uh, i'm reading that book too and it's 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 very touching it's 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 all about um selling out surrendering all mm. for christ mm. and it's it's very um 
uh, it, it's got me where I can't put it down. But it's it's sad that people are had to pay that ultimate price yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sharing the gospel. Yeah. But, but but you know, in the midst of that, though, just the, the thought of not just the sadness of, of that people have went through that, but man, it just drives home mm. the importance of sharing the gospel because it's worth losing your life over. That's oh yeah. That's that that you know, and, and I think sometimes it's harder for. I'm not trying to be mean or disrespectful, but I think sometimes it's harder for American Christians to comprehend that because of the freedoms and and, and stuff that we have in our country. You know, I mean, yes, we've had there's been some church shootings and some you know and I'm yeah. not and I'm not trying to to candy coat or be little I'm not you know I'm just meaning we've had some things like that but but some of these other but parts nothing, of the world nothing like this nothing like this and you know uh you know we get a chance to go places where if you do mention Christ you you could lose your head yeah. and and America is is not there no. not not praise God yeah. but yeah. but uh, I mean we get some persecution verbally yeah. but and, yeah. and maybe some pushing around in some bigger crowds or yeah. something but yeah. for the most part uh we can proclaim the name of jesus and and not be uh, uh prisoned or imprisoned yeah. or tortured yeah uh, but it's it is um it, it, it i hate to say it but uh as we get closer to the end of time oh, yeah. uh, i think it's going to continue to intensify yeah I, yeah I don't think it's going to get easier I don't think no. I don't think that's going to happen at all. I think I think you're right. I think it's we're I think we're going to, you know, uh, I mean, I've probably heard more in the last in the in you know because of everything going on in twenty in twenty twenty. Um, yeah, I heard a lot of people go. Oh, you know, I really do think the best days are are all behind us. And I'm hearing people say that. Mm-hmm. And and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay. How are they looking? How are they looking at that picture? Because in my mind, even if it gets worse, let's say, and we hope it don't, but let's say it does, I don't think it's, I don't think that means that the that the best days are behind us. Because just as you said, we're getting closer to the coming back. Of well, well uh, Paul told Timothy, he said, you know, in the in the last days, difficult time, yeah. perilous times. Yeah. He says, but the word is difficult. Difficult times will come, and then he and he lists this long list of things that are going to intensify. Yeah, and yeah. and boy, it seems like, uh, uh, yeah, First Timothy three. It seems like we're uh, uh, right there in the yeah. middle of that. Yeah, you know, during during everything that was going on with the pandemic, and then of course we had. We responded to multiple disasters in 2020. I, I mean, know. it's like every time I turn around, it was like we're going again. And then the craziest one was you know, we had guys in in, in Louisiana her cleaned up after Hurricane Laura, and then had to go back after the next hurricane and basically cleaned up some of the stuff they'd cleaned up before. I mean, you know, because yeah. you know, kind of thing. But but with everything going on, I had more people ask me, "Do you think this is it?" Uh, and I've always said when people say, "Hey, do you think we're getting close?" You know, I've always said, "If God, God allows us to get out of bed tomorrow, we're one day closer." Exactly. But I found myself through all the stuff going on in twenty twenty. I found myself saying this: I think we might be in the birth pain stages. Yeah. You know, because because they come and go, and then as it gets closer to the end, they get more yeah. intensified. You know, and so yeah, I mean. I, I I already think we we need to be because I believe that's what the Bible the Bible tells us we need to live our life 
as if he's coming today that we are in exactly. those we are in those those last days and and I think I think that's where and I could be totally off my rocker but I'm going to say it anyway I guess we'll find out won't we Isaac if people start emailing and calling <laughs> and, and things like that if, after I get ready to say it. but but I, yeah. I think as a Christian you know we need to understand that that God has called us to to a certain to a certain lifestyle and there's going to be those who are not going to agree and then if you look and you know, and to kind of piggyback on, on on what you were saying i mean think about this the bible talks about it's, it's going to be like in the days of noah people were getting married they were celebrating doing all kinds of stuff and boom you all know? of a sudden and, all and, of a sudden and i think i think sometimes because you, you i mean and i've done this in some churches where i've spoken i just asked asked for a show of hands how many believe jesus is coming again yeah and not all hands will raise and then I ask this. I say, now keep your hands up. And I ask this. How many, raise your hand, how many believe he's coming in your lifetime? Boy, a lot of hands go down. And that bothers me. I'll tell you why that bothers me. And I, and I, and I shared this with those churches I've done this at. I've said, let me tell you why, why this bothers me. You have now taken the urgency of the gospel and you have cast it to the next generation. Because if you don't believe that Jesus is coming in your lifetime, then I guess... If my neighbor don't know him, then maybe the next person you know that comes after me will make sure he does. Man, that's 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 a a, a really shallow and in a difficult way to live, because Jesus said, "No man knows the hour." That's exactly right. And if you, you know, if you live like well, he, you know, we all were teenagers at one time, yes. and we wanted, oh God, if you're coming back, yeah. would you wait till I at least yeah, get get older? <laughs> yes. But but uh, you don't know. Uh, you, you see, to me, Christ coming back could be any day, yeah. but but your last breath could be today. No, see, that's right. So that's exactly right. So you just gotta you gotta. It's it's like the old song. I know it's a country song, but you gotta live like you were dying. Yeah, like you're dying because yeah. you know today may be our last that's day, right. and we don't think about that that kind of stuff. And I and that's no, why we're gonna I've live had, forever. You know, I've had a lot of people who said you know. They'll ask, so you know, why, why disaster? Why are you doing, you know? And 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 I've, and I mean, we'd be here all day, me sharing different things like that. But 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 I but I've always said this that that what I've I've realized in those moments, people are very open to hear about Jesus because the fragileness of life has come right to their door. You know, it gets their attention, it does. It and does. and it I, does. I envy sometimes where you guys are at, and that's why we love to go with you is because. You're right. They're they're just so uh, broken and humbled that they're yeah. willing to accept yeah. the love of Christ. Yeah. Where people that just every day in the church sometimes they get used to that uh, yeah. routine and and it becomes kind of uh, monotonous to yeah. them. And but boy, uh, it does take stuff in our lives to. Yeah to bring us to our knees and, and it, it does open up our senses to where, you know, I, I'm, I'm wanting to hear about some hope. Give me yeah. some hope. Yeah. And you guys are, yeah. are, are your guy, you guys are hitting it. You know, we're trying, we're trying yeah. to, well, that's, that's <laughs> sometimes why. I feel like we're just skipping across the water, you no. know, kind of thing. But, but, but the thing is, you know, I, I tell our, our guys, it's a lot, it's all about planting seeds, you know, making, meeting the needs and those, in those folks' lives, and then looking for the opportunity to, to love on them in the midst of all that, to be able to share that hope, because we know what that hope is. You know, we were talking to the group 
uh, the other day, and I said, you know, if 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 one of you had the cure for cancer, wouldn't you yeah. share that with everybody? Oh yeah. Well yeah. Well, oh, we yeah. have the ultimate cure for sin and hell, and that's Jesus, and we need to be need to yeah. be sharing that. Yeah. And know? and it just it, it blows my mind that people don't get that, yeah. but. But yeah. it's 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 the world we live in. Well, it is. It is. I mean, it really is. It really is. So you said earlier you're talking about going to the Bible, and I and, and I'm about said something, but I held my tongue because I want to <laughs> want to come back around the block to this because I'm curious. You're talking about you're and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I think yeah. you said it's a goal. You like to read through the whole Bible every year, kind of thing. Every year. So what? How do you when you when you sit down to do that each year? Mm-hmm. How do you, how does that, how does that look for you? I mean, do you, do you always do it the same way, or do you try to change it up? Do you, I mean, give us a little, just a little snippet of yeah. Uh, just let's, to, let's just pretend that you've ended, you, you've you've finished the Bible, you've gotten all the way through it right now. Now you're getting ready. You're going to start again. What, what would that look like? Well, what what I have done to just to to break it down was each year I try to take a different translation. Now I'm talking about a word for word translation, and I haven't really got into the message, and and and, and I'm not yeah. knocking that. It's just that, uh, but I try to take a different translation each year, and 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 I'll be honest with you, I don't have a. Uh, a particular schedule but um, uh, but um, I'm sorry uh, I don't have a particular schedule mm-hmm. I try to read approximately about five chapters a day mm-hmm. and I read the old and the new probably so is that five in both or five uh, no just no five total? I use five total okay. now that's this is not sermon preparation or anything no, 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 this no, is no. just yeah. my yes. get up early and, and I'm get glad with you're God saying that because I think some people Always think, well, the preacher, you know, he's paid to read that Bible. Well, no, there, no. there's sermon time, and then there's what I call the me time. Yeah, I want, you know, you want we the, call yeah. it the GT time around right here, the God time, and go. and uh, we, our staff, we we, it's high on our list every day. We want to be in God's Word, mm-hmm. and I usually do. I, and I know some people may laugh at this, but I do four chapters in the old and one in the new, mm-hmm. and then as it gets around December. I, I figure out how much I've got left, and I divide that by thirty-one days. Uh, okay. And, okay. And cool. So I, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of reading, but but you know if you do read it each year, it just kind of you get it becomes part of you, yes. who you are, yeah. and and uh, so it's it's vital into I think the the life of a of any follower of Jesus to take the Word of God, and when the Spirit of God's in you and the Word of God meet, man, yeah. God's there. That's right. And, yeah. um, and yeah. it's, it's just a, it's the book that helps me get through life, I you know? You. I hear it. So that's, that's my basic I every day. I love it. And the reason, I, the reason I'm pointing at, pointing at Isaac, um, because, because I'll go through a translation and do that, and then the next time I start, I'll grab a, a different one. And, the, and for me... I don't know if this ever happens to you, but you start reading, and all of a sudden you know, oh, I know this one verse that's coming up yeah. in the chapter, and it seems like you tend to just kind of float over it, you know? And so for me, if if I'm constantly changing translations every time I start over, mm-hmm. I may go, oh, yeah, that verse is coming up, but I don't have a clue what it says because... 
I'm in, um, I'm in a different translation. Well, and I love that because there's times that that when I come because I do know that verse, yeah, it causes me to stop right there and just hover there for a little while and think through not only the translation that I, that I, that I know, but to think about how the difference is and how they've you know laid that out kind of thing. Well, so. I, I sit down with... What I do is is I underline mm-hmm. anything that the Spirit of God, as I'm reading, it may be a familiar verse that I've read a mm-hmm. hundred times. I underline it in my new Bible or whatever. I also have my computer close by. Oh. I don't. I do not turn on any emails or yeah. anything. Yeah. But I use the dictionary, mm-hmm. and so and I also have a notebook. So I have uh, three things yeah. basically in front yeah. of me, and. Because you know you run across words and, and and but I'm like I said I'm not doing sermon work but boy I am digging into yeah. the word I want to know what I, you know I, and I pray before I get in the mm-hmm. the scripture too I say okay God today yeah. uh, every day I know He knows how I'm going to come to Him I say okay yeah. God I'm I'm ready to hear from you yeah and and uh, and so I open up the word and and the author's in the room and yeah. and and I just oh, shut up and let him let go. him speak. There you go. I love it. So. I know for me when I my time to read is early in the morning because I love to start my day this way because I can look back in those days and 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 there are there are times there there are days that because something I don't get started that way. Yeah. And what's weird about those days is oh, yeah. I can have twenty things on the list and get them all done. I still don't feel like that day was complete. That's the way I feel. And I can go the other way. I start in the Word, and I can have 20 things and only get to two. Still well, it's been a good day. That, that, I'm with you, yeah. uh, Scott. And, and because uh, it's kind of like this. If you're going to eat breakfast, you need to eat the Word. Yeah. If you're going to eat yes. lunch, you yes. need to eat the Word. Yes. So yes. It, just get up thinking, if I'm going to eat today, I've got to yes. eat eat the Word of God. Yes. And so it's, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, you can... I'm not gonna miss many meals. I can tell you that. So um, I love it. So I love it. We we got to eat every it. day to keep yeah. keep our our yeah. spiritual nurture nourishment. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I'm gonna put you on spot here for a minute because right. we're talking about this. So what 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 would you consider um your favorite your favorite translation? Um, or at least the maybe maybe, maybe, maybe no no let, no yeah, it's good. Say it's good. or I can say it this way. What's the one you find yourself going back to more than any? Maybe maybe, maybe I should put that. Way. Well, I preach out of the ESV, okay. English Standard mm-hmm. Version. Uh, you know, it's 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 word for word. It's mm-hmm. it's very close to the Greek okay. and Hebrew. And in college and seminary, mm-hmm. New American Standard yeah. was. Uh, you know, they wouldn't even allow me to take that in the Greek <laughs> class because, you know, you could memorize it. Uh, and and just about get it, but uh, but but the one I love to read just when me and, mm-hmm. and the Lord is the New Living Translation, yeah. the NLT. Yeah. It it's it's a beautiful story, mm-hmm. and it's not far fetched out there yeah. to where yes. Uh, yes. it's it's really close, yeah. but but it's smooth and and boy, I'm I, I just can't get enough. I've I've read that one two times mm-hmm. through, and probably that, but. Uh, but you know it's hard to say. But ESV yeah, cool. is is cool. in the NLT or yeah. I know it's funny when I was doing campus ministry, students would ask Scott, "What you know? What you know?" They'd ask, "Where should I start?" <laughs> yeah, and what Bible should I get? You know, and that was always you know, and and I'd always tell them, I said, "You you need to." I said, "There's nothing wrong with going to a Bible bookstore, 
and sit down and spend some time looking through different translations and find one that just you know catches you know and I said I said hopefully I tell I tell myself hopefully you'll find yourself buying multiple yeah you know know, Bibles different translations so you can you know I said because I know for me a lot of times depending on what's going on I'll 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 find myself going and looking at different translations of the of of verses and things and I love to lay this in fact Isaac can attest to this. We do staff meetings Monday through Friday at Helping His Hands, eight a.m. Don't we, Isaac? Yeah, and mm-hmm. and it, all right. Anyway, yeah. But but usually, it'll, if I'm doing the, the the Devo time, it'll just we'll just look at one verse, but we'll look at that one verse in about about four or five different translations, depending on on you know the time I get to put them on that you know, that kind of stuff. And because I've always said to students over the, and even when I was doing church ministry, I would rather someone sit down and read one verse of scripture a day and understand it yeah, and, and pray about it and apply it than to read 15, 20 chapters and have no clue. You it's know? about so the depth. Yeah. It, it is. It's just, you know, and, and, and it's, and it's interesting. I think when you, when you do lay those side by side, sometimes, you know, because there's been times I've read this and, and thought one thing. And then all of a sudden when I've read it in another one, it's like, Oh wow. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't get that out. You know what I mean? And, and so, and I don't think, I don't, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell tell our listeners, I, it doesn't bother me to, to say that. I'll, <laughs> I tell people, I said, I'm not ashamed. I own a, I own a children's NIV. It's a third grade edition Bible. That means a third grader can pick it up, read it, and understand it. I'm with you. And, and there are times I'll find myself going to that to try to really think and understand because the thing is it's like this we, you know we are we know that you know Paul talks about this race we're in but we're not racing against each other it's not oh my goodness i've no. got to make sure i'm up where isaac is isaac's a, he's a runner he's fast I, i'm not the only running i do is to the bathroom nowadays but <laughs> but, uh, but but the whole idea is you know it's not it's not about if i'm beating somebody it's it's we're running together. We're 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 going towards Jesus, and and if that helps a person, that's right. Understand the Bible and be able to apply it. I mean, in my mind, it's like by all means do it because well, simplifying is it's like when I'm sermon preparation. I I used to have four or five Bibles laying on my desk. Now it's all on my computer, paralleled, and, yeah. and I I do check uh, uh, quite a bit and the Greek and Hebrew, and you put it all together and. And and it starts. Uh, it, you you can, you 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 can like the third grade. You can simplify yeah. it, and yes. that's what you want to yes. do is simplify well, it. That's like one of my all time favorite quotes. And again, there again, if there'll be people who probably oh I can't believe he said it. I, I love Andy Stanley. I, I mean, I've read yeah, some of his books. I've been at conferences where he spoke. I've met the man. I've talked to him. You know, and and he made he made this comment. Uh, in a, in a message at a conference that I was at, and he said, "You know, there are people who say that I'm not very deep." And he says, "My comment back to you is, I don't need to be. I don't have to be deep. I just need to be clear." That's good. Jim. And I like that because because you know, it, as we share the gospel, we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to be sharing in such a way where people don't have a clue what we're talking about. I mean, if we can, if we can, if we can lay it out where they grab it. Well, that's the way Jesus we, did. Exactly. It. He just exactly. He, he said, "Hey, look, look at this over here. Look at this field. Look at this yes. tree. Look yes. at exactly. this fruit." Exactly. Mm-hmm. He tried to bring that right down, and I, sometimes I need that. 
Yeah, I, I, I need I that too. brought down. Yeah. You know, I, I get quite a few compliments, Darren. That was very simple, <laughs> you know. But I take that as a compliment. It is a compliment. It yeah. is a compliment because because I can remember a friend of mine talking about a, a, growing up a preacher they had, and this preacher was also a, pro, a professor at a college, mm-hmm. and and I can remember asking them, you know, what what's it, what's it like having, yeah, you know, a college professor as your preacher and and the response was most of the time I have no idea in the world what he's even saying. He's, he says, I feel I feel like I gotta take a dictionary and a, oh, a Thoris thor, you know to church because he uses these huge words and says no one has any idea. But you know, it's almost sounds like to me that you know the guy's trying to impress her, you know, and and I felt bad for him because it's like, man, church isn't supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be able to understand the message so we can apply it to our lives you know well, you got you got a 85 year old sitting over here and you got an eight-year-old yeah and yeah. and the holy spirit's doing exactly. the interpreting but yes. but yes. but it has to be where everybody i believe you should have it to where everybody understands it and there's times that you you get into the deeper yes but yes. but but it shouldn't be a norm because yes. Because of the, uh, you got to look at your congregation. Yes. You got to look at your audience. Exactly. And and exactly and, and, and yeah. make adjustments there. For sure, for sure. So as we've been talking, we've, we've talked about several different things, and here it goes again, Isaac. Time is becoming our enemy, isn't it? So let me yeah. ask you this, Darren. So, so we, that um, you know, the, the, we we call our podcast in the moment. In the moment. In the moment with helping his hands. So and and, and I think sometimes you know, as we're looking at life. You know, it's very easy to look so far down the road that we miss what's going on in the moment. Yeah. Right in front of us. And so let me ask you this. Uh, for our for our listeners, um, how how and you and you can pick how what you know, I'm not gonna set the stage as far as what that moment looks like, but in the moment, um, if you could get, maybe give give our, our listeners maybe one or two Two ideas here, two things, you know, for them to kind of grab a hold of. But in the in in that moment, how how do you try to be like Jesus to to somebody? If that if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I was I was uh, as I'm thinking about it. Um, a lot of times, you it's 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 just an overflow of a of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've often said, "Hey, let's just get so close, intimate with with the Lord that you can hear the heartbeat of the Father." Mm. And and in that moment, I'm not trying to to be like Jesus. You want to? I, I don't don't take this wrong, but no, no, you no. want to be Jesus, yeah. uh, the hands and feet, yeah. like you guys talk yeah. about. But um, I I, re- I remember in Haiti um, a few years ago, and we didn't have a whole lot of food there in this particular village. And so we, we fed them all and they had a little piece of bread and all these little kids, mm-hmm. you know, they're struggling there. Well, they were all orphans, mm-hmm. um, after the earthquake oh, and stuff yes. happened and, yeah. and there's still a lot of orphans down there. But, uh, so we all, all of us gathered around and, um, and we wanted to give them some dessert. You know, mm-hmm. we Americans, yeah. we like dessert. Yeah. So, uh, we, we all we had was um, was uh, trail mix. Mm. Each one of us had some in our backpack. Yeah. So yeah. I had a frisbee, and we put all of our trail mix in the frisbee. And it, and you know frisbee's not big, and it was it was 
full, but I looked out over the crowd. I'm like, wow, this is a big crowd. Yeah. So, uh, so little kids started coming by and they just stuck their little fist in there and got them a handful. And I got about halfway through. I'm like, we're never going to get finished with this. Never. I'm not going to have enough. I know I'm not. So I can remember. And, and there was people back. I said, hey, guys, stop just a sec. Stop the line. Two or three of us gathered and said, Lord, yeah. if ever you've done a miracle, yeah. you know, let us be your hands and feet and, yeah. and a miracle. And, 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 and I'm, st- you know, most people think you're, you're just exaggerating, but, but people saw it mm. that I, I can't tell you where it came from, but they kept putting their fist in there and grabbing a fist full. Yeah. And it was like it was being replaced. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is we fed all of those yeah. kids. And we had some left over, hmm. and I felt like the feeding of the like, <laughs> like the feeding the five thousand. But but you know it was it was in the moment. Yeah. You you just you you want to have so much Jesus in you yeah. that He just overflows. That it's yeah. a it's not something I'm trying to do. It's an overflow yes. of yes. an intimacy with God. Yeah, I like so, that. I so like it's, that. It's just I like that. It's um it's it's a lifestyle. Yes. And that yes, and that's the key thing right there. It, it's a part of you. It's not something you. It's not a switch you, that you turn on and off whenever it's convenient. It's it's, it's that lifestyle. It's, exactly. It's, and and because of that, like you said, I liked how you put that. It's that overflowing, you know. And if you think about the Bible, talks about that whole idea of that of that of that overflowing, you know, and that press down and shaking yeah. and just you know the whole idea and. and to think that God wants to use us to impact those around us. Uh, to me, I mean, that's just huge. I think, I mean, because God can pick anybody to do anybody. to do His work, to do His will, and He's He's ready. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. and you know what's what's the? Uh, I'll see if I can butcher this. The old saying: he, God doesn't God doesn't call the qualified; He qualifies the called. I say that right? Is that's, that right? That's close. Something like that. I like it. Something like that. We'll go with that. Well, that might, I think that'll preach. But, yeah, you will. Because I think sometimes we think we have to know everything before we go do something. And ultimately what it comes down to is God saying, would you just be available and then let me do my work through you? Kind of thing. Well, it's funny you say that because one thing, and, and I may, I'm like you, I may get in trouble at preaching. I put my my foot <laughs> in my mouth. To reach and you can write. You know? <laughs> I get plenty of those emails. Don't worry about that. But uh, I, I tell our staff, I teach them uh, quite a bit as I put F-A-T, I put fat mm-hmm. up on the board. And I'll say, you guys know what this means. Now, I don't mean I'm, we want everybody. I, what I'm saying yeah. is is it, it means flexible, available, and teachable. Mm. Yeah. And and man, if you if you're a follower of Christ and you're flexible yeah. and you're available and you're teachable, yeah. then you're usable. Yeah. You're ready. And there's, and there's no and there's no stopping you. Yeah, I mean, it's a byproduct that, it, yes. of the relationship. It's yes. not uh, I'm gonna get up and do something yes. for God today. No, yeah. I'm just gonna let Him flow through yeah. me as yeah. a byproduct. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. Darren, I really appreciate you you being with us today. Thank you for inviting it, me. It has been fun, Isaac. So I'm looking at Isaac, and we've 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 done okay, right, Isaac? I think that's okay. Yeah, Isaac's given us the head shake. He's given us the thumbs up. No, he didn't put his thumb up. I was waiting for him. To get, there you go. He's given us the thumbs up. So, so that's all right. Hey, listen, friends. We are really glad that you uh, you uh, dropped by and listened uh, to this uh, this podcast. We appreciate that very much. We appreciate. 
the prayers that you've been praying on our, our behalf, lifting up, helping his hands to the Father, and, and uh, we, are, we uh, greatly appreciate that. Uh, if you're listening and you'd like to know more about Helping His Hands, if you would, stop on by our website, helpinghishands.com. You can check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and also YouTube. And then if you'd like to learn more about how you can volunteer, uh, if you're a local or here in Indiana, you can stop by our office at 2011 Willow Street in Vincennes, Indiana, or you can call the office 812-494-2888 and find out more about how you can get plugged in. We, uh, again, are grateful that you stopped by and listened. We hope that what we've shared here has been a blessing to you, and we've given you at least a little bit of information that you could turn around and use in your life. And uh, trust me, the greatest decision you'll ever make is for Jesus. So thanks again for, for listening. We hope you have a great day. And as always, go be Jesus to somebody today. We'll see you.